There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Tana Talk Soccer Podcast. I am Tana. And today you know I'm going to be talking about the Champions League Final. Manchester City versus Inter Milan. Manchester City have their hands on their first ever Champions League. Ooh, wow! I don't know how to feel about that. Like, f- from a Liverpool fan's perspective, as a Liverpool fan, however, like I'm not best pleased. You know, uh, they've grown into our rivals over the past uh, in recent times, and of course, I'm not rooting for them and, and their success, but. From another angle, you can even say I feel like it was almost inevitable because if year after year they keep on being such a force, like being such a good team, and you know, of course they have the spending power. Of course, there's a lot of talk about uh, of their corruption and and the charges and this that that. To be honest with you guys, I haven't ever bothered to go deep into Manchester City's corruption charges and things like that. I don't know, like. I don't know if I should have, but it's like so. If you if you come to me and ask me, what do you think City? They're corrupt. I mean, like yeah, like everyone knows that. Okay, yeah, this guy's maybe a little caught in corners or whatever. But in terms of the details, and in terms of do they deserve to be competing here or blah, blah, whatever. Like the discussion that really goes around as regards City financial doping, there are 115 different charges that put up against them. I have nothing to say, you know. But of course, what I choose to talk about is just the football side. I'm not trying to say that people talking about this are wrong or they are silly or whatever. No, I just haven't been asked enough to do it, you know. But let's talk football, right? I feel like City played their worst game uh, ever and won the Champions League finally, you know. And that just that just uh, that just that just shows you football. When I mean worst game ever, City were bad, bad. But at best, they were like, well, okay, you get me. Yeah, both teams actually started in a very funny way actually because they both looked good enough for each other and that's what i want to start with talking about inter milan and how they came into this how uh nzagi set up it was very 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 impressive you know with the usual three five two you know they covered spaces well even though like at the start of the game even from the first 10 15 minutes i was already tweeting inter milan are playing with nerves 
and of course if you play football you know when footballers are playing with nerves the touches the you know the overthinking the decisions things like that the body shape the body language these things and uh, Manchester City on the other hand and they weren't particularly playing like they were playing with nerves but also they weren't particularly getting things right in the final third so it was kind of that kind of game but the way Inter set up the way they choked the midfield you know Demarco, Janolu, Brozovic, Barella and Dumfries you know uh, like there weren't too many times where I was like oh my goodness look at this gaping hole so that's massive credits to Inzaghi for putting out a side that can compete you know massive massive credit to Simeone Inzaghi his team were there to compete in fact in fact I think they were the best side of the day but again that just shows you what football is all about you like you know Mass City have have played games and gotten knocked out by lesser teams where they just for some reason didn't put the ball in the back of the net um you know missed chances sitters and talking about sitters we're going to get into one very soon one that has of course is making rounds on social media one particular guy he's a brother he's a brother right yeah i'm going to get to that but yeah it's theirs now and social media your agendas you know pep can win without this can this can do this this can do this it's over master just didn't win the champions league they also won a treble that's just um making them join a select few teams that have done that you know i'm pissed <laughs> i'm pissed i'm being honest i don't i don't like the fact that manchester city have done that but you know at the same time as i said like if season is season now like next season again they're going to come into next season as the favorites to win the league they've done that every since even Guardiola's first year like people were giving me a lot of stick for not winning this first season you know since pep Guardiola came to manchester city manchester city season in season out has been favorites to go on and win everything they've almost done that actually they've not but almost done it you know so next season again same thing and if you just maintain consistency uh you're gonna do it. you're gonna get there you know now speaking of inter milan and what happened with them yesterday because i feel like for manchester they, they, they both teams gave a lot of effort actually i'm not just even say only inter milan manchester gave a lot of effort inter gave a lot of effort in the opening half for example right there's a lot that wasn't working out for inter which i will come into our analyze very soon but you couldn't fault them on effort and i feel like that's why both teams could contain each other like of course like ship wise and, and tactically both teams uh, were set up in a very good way where there was not really too much to exploit you know too much to exploit in terms of tactically uh in terms of overload in terms of both teams match each other very well but they were working hard lautaro materials was working really hard on the ball a lot wasn't working for him but he was pressing was closing down channels was winning some battles you know and that was good and Manchester City on the other hand too like we know the passion they play with this doesn't talk about doesn't get talked about a lot but my goodness me Manchester City play with a lot of passion a lot of energy the work rate you know so that that was what it was but on the inter end I feel like they had more openings you know in terms of situations that they couldn't convert to big chances or even chances per se at all in the first half and as I said my interpretation nerves they were nervous their touches were sticking you know like you do some you do you do very good from the defensive um, phase to the offensive phase and all of a sudden you lose your brains you know that kept happening over and over again and the thing about football is like there's there's a slim line between being a calm guy you know like uh i don't know like a leo messi and then a cavani you know what i'm saying i'm talking in terms of finishing just looking at because there's instinctive and there's someone who has enough patience to 
almost seed out his way. You know what I'm saying? There's a thin line because a lot of the time as well, Le Messi is, is instinctive. He's going to take that whatever shot first time, you know. And Inter Milan were overthinking every single thing, you know. There was knockdowns from the centre forward where he knocks it down, attacking the six yard, like put in the first time ball, you know. If there's people willing to attack the box, people willing to attack the six yard box. Because at the end of the day, things happen, you know. Like you have to put it in there, you know. You have to put it in there to 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 try to score, you know. They overthought so many. There were so many situations where you see your centre forward in the box along with one, two midfielders. You know what I'm saying? And you have Eddie Jekyll. He's a man mountain, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I've had the pleasure of watching him before. He's so big. Like, ooh, put it in there. You know how talented he is up there. You know what he does with his head, you know? So put it in. Put it in. I'm not telling you to chug in uh, meaningless crosses 500 times a game. But there were situations where, honestly, just put the ball in. You know what I'm saying? There were situations where if you had Kevin De Bruyne, you know what I'm saying? about the best midfielder in the world right he's going to put it in for his strikers because there's that situation there's space between the keeper and the and the last line of defense there's space in the six yard ball to attack you can even see the height difference that Jekyll has on the defenders puts it in and time and time again they hesitate like and i'm talking about good crossing switch situations they hesitate and then they play a pass too many he hesitates and you like you're just overthinking it you know what i'm saying play your football and then by the way, see the annoying thing. They actually finally still put those balls in. But just when it was too late and from absurd angles. So, you should just have put it in anyway, you know. And that kept happening. Your City, on the other hand, you can see their best chance of the first half came from Bernardo Silva, you know. Driving, 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 cutting into his left foot. I mean, the angle was quite difficult uh, and he couldn't quite get the bend he wanted on it. Uh, the second half, I expected, I, what I said was, if Inter could come out, uh, and not concede in the first 15 minutes, you know, then they stand a chance. 100%. You know, because what happens with Manchester City a lot is, like, I'm sure Pep Guardiola, of course, would have been underwhelmed in the first half. You know, they weren't terrible, but it wasn't the best. You know, even before KDB went off, before KDB went off, he wasn't the best as well. You know what I'm saying? So many, like, misplaced crosses. It wasn't just, like, you know, like, a lot of players weren't actually on the races the day, that day, so yesterday, I mean, so it's like, yeah. Pep would have given them the ball locking, you know, he would have given it to them and Master comes out raging and then in no time you can see they go and then it's downhill for the from there. I've seen that movie too many times. But Inter basically showed Master to steal that we are here to compete. We can. And at the end of the day, Inter created more chances than Manchester City. Uh the introduction of Romelu Lukaku, of course, is uh <laughs> is an interesting one. Eddie Jekyll looked, I don't know, cramped up, knackered, whatever. He had to come off, right? Lukaku came in. You know, this is the moment. This is the moment for, I think, in Lukaku's head, right? In Lukaku's head. Let's be honest. Let's be real. Because anyone who's played football at any level at all, or like them at the competitive level, you know that you dream. You know, before a big game, you're dreaming, oh, wow, what if I score the winner? What if this happens? Maybe if you're a defender, you're dreaming about your... your having a i don't know a last uh, a goal and clearance for example last ditch tackle to save your team in the final minute you know you're dreaming about moments that will give you adrenaline you cannot tell me that romelu lukaku playing in a champions league final you know for the first time wasn't thinking wow ball forced to me pull it in immortalized 
because mind you, Lukaku won uh, Scudetto for Inter uh, two seasons ago. Oh, sorry. I don't know if you're calling this, I just finished this season or whatever, two seasons ago, three seasons ago, whatever, like, it depends on what you're calling. Let us not forget that. So, winning the Champions League for Inter Milan, he's actually, like, I feel like <laughs> he's well within his rights to be called. I mean, a legend, you've got to stay or whatever, but like, he's got a super, super Inter Milan legacy, you know. If he managed to do that, uh, so you cannot tell me, right, that Romelu Lukaku wasn't dreaming of goals in the Champions League final. Wait, the team sheets came out. Of course, the, the players don't know the team sheets when they they like they they know away before. So you know he's known from time that okay he's not starting because of course Simeone and Zaghi is working with his players. Uh, they're gonna start their big games and he knows he's not gonna start cool <laughs> now i can't lie dreaming from the bench sometimes it'd be how do i say it's actually the dreams are actually more vivid from the bench i'm not even gonna lie because you know the feeling of coming on get me coming on and you get me coming on and then nicking it for your team coming on and just changing the game like you can never f- like f- I, I can like for example right you go to liverpool and Ginny vinaldum substitution that substitution like he can't f- like the meme of him jogging in and you sit there what's it called the, this thing the slide under Ginny vinaldum in and robertson out it's it's an immortalized image you know what i'm saying and coming in from the bench scoring scoring you know that's like dreams actually Lukaku came in and from almost the first uh, let's let's give credit where it's due right because you know the way I love to analyze I don't want I don't like imbalanced stuff where you only give a player stick or only give a player praise and things like that you know I'm not I'm not for that believing giving praise what there is praise to be given and if there's criticism you criticize you know accordingly you know but I'm not one of those guys because it's maybe it's in it's in fashion to say oh this guy's crap it's in fashion to hate on him it's in fashion to 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 just not rate him and i mean fine you have your opinion on any player but what that does is that a lot of time when this player does a lot of good things it will never get talked about because people treat it like an abomination to acknowledge the brilliance of a certain player or certain players now when lukaku came on interested having a real threat and started creating big chances before that they had situations they had very like as i've talked about already they had countless good situations countless of good situations countless to do something but at the end of the day they didn't they were scared i'm telling you they, these guys were scared they were pooping their pants i'm not even joking they were overthinking crosses they were overthinking like and they were taking like once you have think about football if you have said one second the situation is it's not the same it's changed a millisecond the situation has changed because players are moving the ball is moving it's about momentum so i mean so if you delay a second then Maybe the boy you pull, the boy you pull will be behind me. It's that simple. You do not hesitate. If you, if you delay a second, the defense would have recovered. These sort of things. You only have a second to cut them off guard. You only have a second to score a goal. You have to do it. You know. I can imagine, for example, if Frederick took a touch, Barella will be able to close it further. For example, you know what I'm saying. And I'm not saying they are not finishes you to take a touch, but it's about in each situation you have to know what to do. You have to not delay more than if you're meant to take one touch, don't take two touches. 
If you're not meant to take a touch, put a first time. Like, just play football. You are professional footballers. Just play your football. Like, the things that are expected of you, the things that you were, you were not doing, like maybe crossing or putting in bad crosses, you can do that. You are professional footballers. You can, everyone knows that you can do that, you know. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Lukaku, Romelu Lukaku, the guy who is now trending on social media. He came on and, to his credit, things that happened, interested creating big chances, you know, because Lukaku, like, I even feel that they underutilized Lukaku still, even after he came on, despite all, like, not all, but most of the big chances and most of the in and around the goal action came in when Romelu Lukaku came in. But there was times I saw Lukaku was out wide, ready to dash it to, let's not forget Lukaku has pace. Lukaku is fast. Put the ball in the channels for him. To run a few times there was that ball you know it never came anyway he's got a shot off on his right foot you know the ball was giving himself at the box you know china very good defending i think from diaz you know not showing him onto his left goes to his right fires it to central like you know you want to see your striker trying want to see a striker attempting you know that's the thing you know it's worrying if your striker is never getting shots off at all you know so that was good the other one uh you know getting the ball on his left side I, the thing is, actually, this current Lukaku is also not playing with the most confidence, you know, from two years ago. Once again, it's proven to be an extremely bad move for him living in town. Like, you just have kept playing. He was playing on such a high level. You know, Lukaku backing down on the defender with his pace and then the shakiness. You don't know where he's going to go. He can go left, right and then, boom, blast it in or dig the goalkeeper. We've seen this thing so many times for Belgium and for Inter Milan. But this time around, he dragged his shot wide. Like, he already started getting a lot of stick. At, at this point already because it's in fashion and also before this shot happened he blocked the goal basically but it wasn't his fault i mean he was there there's nothing he could do the marco headed it into him and <laughs> wow tada look i could block in another goal from his team in a big big match on the european stage you know so Lukaku was really getting the heat after but all of this is fine like man's trying for me, where my beef comes in with Romelu Lukaku, where my beef comes in with Romelu Lukaku, where my beef comes in, bro, how did you miss that header? How? How did you miss <laughs> that header? How did that happen, man? You know what? Like, let's 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 walk through because you know I like analyzing things. And hey, it's it's the positive about playing football. Like if you play football at a good level, like you understand what's going on the pitch, right? Lukaku's body position was facing his left, right? When the when the knock uh, when the knockdown came in, or should I say the the square play with the head? Beautiful, beautiful play, very very smart play, right? From who? I think it was Constance. Yeah, very intelligent. And Lukaku's body is facing the left, right? He's left. Ederson is not exactly in the center, but centralized. Let's call it left center lukaku's left center not the goalkeepers if it's the goalkeepers then you say the goalkeeper's right center so lukaku's left center right so lukaku has some options actually he can just ditch wanting to go for the bounce and just head it like into the the left his left side like in the air basically like mid-range or high netting you know what i'm saying just pull it in you know that's one option based on his body position is facing that way so the momentum is already that we just do that right cool Another option, if it was to go for his right-hand side where there was actually nobody, so Ederson wasn't there and there was no defenders there at all, you know, 
Lukaku would have needed to flick his head a bit or glance a bit or use like his temple, just like not in there. And this is his. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Bread and butter as a striker. Now let's rewind. Back to the part where I was talking about dreams. As a striker, I can't lie. This is your bread and butter and hot chocolate or coffee or tea. It depends on what kind of person you are. This is it. This is your bread and butter. A ball coming, free header. Come on now, in the Champions League final. I don't know if Lukaku slept well uh, last night. I feel like he would have had nightmares because that was such a moment, you know. I feel it would be easier if Manchester City came in and totally dominated them and outclassed them and swept them off the park. They would just be like, yeah, okay, we're not good enough. <laughs> but it hurts more because they were good enough and they did win. But then they didn't. Anyway, going back to analyzing this chance. I understand Lukaku not wanting to like go corner, corner, corner on the fight on the side that is free because it's risky, you know. He's trying to glance it, you know, he's trying to glance it. And it's and it's a what's it called? And it's a it's a knockdown, so it didn't have a lot of force. So you cannot like you can't just put your head in and under it. So he has to generate with the, like a flick of the of, of his neck, right? If he wants to go into that side. Or if it just like end up. And you might like this is the thing I was talking about with the nerves, with the nerves. When you're nervous, you just want to go safety. You know, and you don't want to go too far because huh, I can't miss it. You're thinking about that. And then what does he do? He just plays it directly at the keeper, which is just right in front of him. If Lukaku had done exactly the same thing, right? You know, go for the bounce. A bit centralized, right? But bro, just a little like this is so this is still safety, but just a little. Is that how nervy you are? Like you couldn't just take a little sideways of the goalkeeper. You know, it, some, it's like when chances come to players sometimes, it's clear they don't even want it. And what I mean, like in their head, they want it. But when it, like, it's too big, like they don't even want it. They are, they are flawed. They just want it to go as soon as possible. Like they just want to be get done with it. They, they're not calm enough in the moment to do what needs to be done, no matter how simple the task is. And this is football for you because once you're nervy, I tell you, your legs will disobey you. Your legs will disobey you. I don't know if I've ever said the story of my first ever competitive penalty on here, but that's the story for another day point is that if you're nervy your legs will disobey you facts and i understand that but you can't put like because if you're putting so much safety down the place where you're playing is just directly straight at the goalkeeper then bro what's the point you shouldn't you should have even left it because i guess in in in, in the world's going reality facts is that when you're trying to score you're trying to not play to where the keeper you're trying to beat the keeper so Playing to the keeper is kind of like <laughs> not what scoring means, is it? 
exactly i mean unless you have it ahead and you let things go between your body room yeah <laughs> just had to take that dig there it's my max anyway yeah so that's it right and that's just like that's the chance right there you know what i'm saying to equalize now let's talk about manchester city's goal fantastic from rodri who by the way had a really good game really 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 good game like the referee was what i would say is this i, I didn't I, I felt like he didn't blow for a lot of fouls but however both ways both ways so it's almost like he was consistent and whether you agree or not with how the referee's decisions are, are made if whether i believe oh this is a foul or how why is it not given a foul you've got to respect consistency like if there's consistency i don't think anyone will complain because you're like okay if kicks to the head are now allowed fair fair you know so if the kick if the boob up the player of mine in the head i'm like that's bad i'm, I'm vexed but if my player kicks another player and doesn't get sent off too fair fair you know and that's the case with the referee there he allowed a lot of contacts which are actually fouls but fair and i feel like rodri used that a lot he used to his his body so much in that game you know covered ground as usual and the goal was simple you know rodri must have been watching my highlights it's so clear to me rodri was watching my highlights you know ball falls down to him you know what i'm saying just put the space there it's it's a little window just wrap your foot around the defenders there and it's cash money baby it is cash cash money and once Man City got that goal, of course, the task from there was uphill from Inter because Man City, what they did, even though Inter still had a lot of chances after that, you know, like, as we know, they had a lot of chances. You know, I'm sure everyone who's listening to this right now worked again. However, but what Man City did better from there was actually, like, take time off the time away from the game by keeping the ball because now, like, they knew if we keep the ball, we can win it. Like, we've won, not even we can, we've won it, you know what I'm saying? Inter are not going to score without the ball. And Inter actually did very well to create dangerous situations when they got the ball. Like, I was actually impressed from that perspective because there was times about would just take off three minutes or whatever for Grealish, Bernardo. You're not getting the ball off them. Just fouling them. That's the They're winning fouls. Returning possession. Give them the ball. Pass, pass, pass. You foul them again. There was no getting the ball off them, you know. So... But still, when Inter got the ball, they they made something of it. You know what I'm saying? That was very, very good. Now, a special shout out here to General Jan Stones. What a player. What a player. Like, man. Now, this is the thing that Pep deserves credit for here. Because, admittedly so, I mean, his, he, he, he comes into situations where, like, he comes into, like, I give the best teams in the country, right? about that you get let me just use the word arguably just not so you get so that's some facts right it comes into the team that's like okay they should be winning the league maybe once every two years or something like that whatever like a good team a big team right that was there to win however you cannot even try to undermine his impact on the players and the team you know what i'm saying or even what he tries to do you know like john stonesra ball playing cb uh that's been his profile he's had john stone stand at massey's had really good seasons and he's had disappointing seasons you know it's been but altogether if you put if you put his good seasons together he's had like in his seven years at city he's had like three four and that's 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 good 
like i mean of course like it's not everyone that's like a, i don't know a kdb or something that's like mm, you're just like next level seasoning season are going to be world class however having four good seasons you know in an era where you've won everything yeah everything i mean okay they've not won the super cup and club world cup <laughs> i was living, like now liverpool fans can't say to city fans what are ucl where's the ucl yeah, we can say like where's your super cup I and mean, no one gives a clue about that, but yeah. I mean it's only a matter of time. Like I mean so Liverpool fans, you can still ask City fans where's your where's your super cup? Where's your club world cup? Because later this year, Manchester City are gonna win those and it's gonna be all over. Anyway, back to Jan Stones. What do you think what do you guys think of my Jamaican accent? Uh, I don't think it's brilliant, but I just had to say it anyway. General Jan Stone. Anyway, yeah, back to talking about John Stones. Yeah, so and just so I feel like if you've had like four good seasons in a very, very, very like competitive era where you've gone on to be the most successful team in the land and one of the most successful teams or I don't know, I'm not I'm not trying to calculate trophies now that each team has won around Europe, but basically up there, you know, you've done the 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 three peats, the Premier League. Wow, that's just crazy. Uh and if Liverpool hadn't won that one in the middle, bro, that's like four, six straight titles. Oh, it's not looking good, bruv. Premier League, it's not looking good. You guys are. <laughs> you guys are looking like a plantation right now. <laughs> Honestly. Anyway, he's had a lot of good moments and he deserves his respect, you know. And even his new role as a defensive midfielder. I mean, like, this is what... I, I feel Pep should inspire a lot of coaches with that move. Meaning that, like, there's a lot of brilliant players who are very brilliant. Like, Stones was very brilliant as a, as a, as a, as a, as a defender when he was playing good. As I said, it's been a very inconsistent time. He's had world classes, he's also had iffy seasons. When he was playing good, very it's clear to see, even if you watch John Stones at Everton, it's clear to see that's why they bought him for how much? Fifty something million pounds, you know. Big money centre back signing back in twenty sixteen. You know, or it was it sixty even, like whatever. Yeah, like sixty or something, whatever. Right. That's why he was he's a very good player. You could see his skill set though. I mean people say, Oh, he's soft, sometimes he played soft, sometimes like as I said, inconsistencies. But he clearly had the skill sets to do what he's done. Stones is a press resist- Stones is moving like Thiago Alcantara. You know, like he's bumping up and down. You know, giving his giving his players options on the flanks. You know what I'm saying? So he's not just he's not just sitting as a DM, he's also like trying to do the eight. It's fantastic to see his ball retention skills. And it's just bravery from the coach knowing that a player can do something, so let them do it. You know, I mean, it's similar to maybe club finally allowing Trent to like positionally play more in a midfield role where he can. You know, it's just about he can do it. Like you know, he can do it. So let him do it. And for Manchester, it's been very fantastic. Of course, I've talked about Rodri. Many players didn't have their best games. Haaland, De Bruyne before he went off. You know, even Ilkay Gundogan. These guys didn't have their best games. You know, but is what it is you know the trophy is theirs now DeMarco I just have to say something about Inter Milan before wrapping this up DeMarco Onana goodness me like I'm sure I'm very sure Ederson would have gone on to Onana and said wow impressive display there Onana created so many situations for Inter Milan he made them return he was breaking the lines with ground balls like 40 odd yards the risk in passing like that but he also screams ability ability i love seeing ability on this play man ability 
fizzing the ball into your midfielders on the half turn and then they have a situation you know then they have basically he's he's from from his goal he's giving them half space situations he's putting them in positions having the ball in the half spaces between city's defense and midfield that was just absolutely brilliant doing it time and time again giving your team a chance you know and he also made a big save from Haaland. very strong left hand in the i think it was the first half yeah that's like about Haaland's first real sniff of it you know feel for them should have scored his chance you know the turn man Ooh, bro that turn like <laughs> I don't want to get to descriptive ball. Damn, that turn. And then, you're presented with a chance. Once again, it was a very good goalkeeper for Onana because I understand why Foden would go to that, that that corner, yeah? But because of how, like, he's, he's a big man, right? And you have a defender to your left. So Foden is not really thinking uh, about opening up his body. So Onana kind of knew that Foden was going to go there. And he was ready to, he just anticipated it so that's what made it look so simple you know what i'm saying look so simple you know but the space was there that was the space was there for it so maybe we should have put it more more behind it more effort more more more, more power behind it and maybe increase the height but even if you increase the height a bit that was to be a decent height for the goalkeeper but brilliant anticipation from Onana and made that look simple you know so all around together a very good game a very brilliant game which inter would feel like we should have won or we should have taken it further you know because as I said, it had missed four big chances. Like against Manchester City, right? You don't see, irrespective of how bad City play, you don't miss four big chances and win. Like even as a Liverpool fan, right? And of course, Jurgen Klopp being a manager and basically enjoying the most victories against Pep Guardiola. I know I've seen my team be Man City time and time again, virtually every season. I would say this: you have to be very clinical. You have to be. Like I remember the fourth three game in 2017, spoiling Man City's uh, unbeaten run. January 2018 it was. Look at the goals of were scoring Salah from halfway line. Money, that shot was ridiculous. Like I don't want to talk about it. Like I can I can I can analyze it so much as to how ridiculous that was, but there's not an episode of that. But that just that's just showing you what you have to do if you want to stand a chance. Even in the Champions League, uh, at Anfield with the lost three new, like you have to be clinical, man. You have to. That's the only way to like call by Seattle and say, Oh, you've not been quite there today and I've caught you up. But apart from that, there's no chance. And if you know what I'm saying, man, <laughs> yeah, no chance. So shout out to Odana, shout out to Demarco, Nicolo Barella. Extremely underwhelming, extremely underwhelming. You cannot understand how underwhelming he was. His partner right there, midfield, Marcelo Brozovic, as usual. OG, such a good player. Like Brozovic is quite funny because it's like no one really talks about him like that, but what a player like even when Croatia got to the World Cup final like almost like he's the unsung hero you know what I'm saying Brozovic has a big claim for being the, I didn't say he is but has a big claim for being the best player in his club and his country like if we're talking about football actually being played like for real based on performances you know uh, yeah Nicola Barella let me go back to him very 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 underwhelming time and time and time again he had the ball on his feet and he trusted and showed that brilliance he he, he 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 dwelled on the ball too long when he wasn't meant to he ignored obvious passes he ignored some really good obvious passes that have been really dangerous you know he took too much time to cross his shots was the way he get and even simple passes like getting the momentum wrong 
I just said it was just Floss that was disappointed from Barella because if Barella isn't coming to the party, if Lukaku isn't coming to the party, if Lautaro isn't coming to the like for example, right, the, the shot that when I can't give the ball away and Lautaro just played directly at like bro, Ederson is right there. He's right there, he's so big, there's no way, like unless you stop the ball and then scooped it from under up, of course that'll be very slow, like in the final of this game. But it's like and what was most disappointing in that chance, for example, was that you play with Lukaku for long, right? And even just watching Lukaku, I knew what he was going to do. He was going to run off, the, like run off the defender's blind side to like push them back and drop, it, drop in, like change the direction and drop in for the for the cutback. That's exactly what he did. Like I'm like, why are you still shooting? Because if he cut back to Lukaku, that would be a clear goal. I'm not saying Lukaku would have scored it <laughs> because man, I don't know. Like Lukaku has, and like, Lukaku knows how to just make himself the the big talking point in all these games for no good reasons. You know what I'm saying? But still, that was very, very, very disappointing. You know, overall. I'm just going to end this by saying that Manchester City, long time coming, deserved, not because we're the better team on the day they were, but like because they've season in, season out, maintained a very good level and they've been rewarded. Being number one, Tana Talk Super Podcast.